0: Control. Noun. The power to influence or direct people's behavior or the course of events. Control. How much is an illusion? All right, welcome back to the Control Podcast. This is the official episode number one. Uh, I don't know if anybody listened to episode zero there, kind of gives you an idea, but if you didn't, I will give you a quick rundown. Uh, So why is this called Control Podcast? Uh, So basically I'm going to sort of base this whole uh, podcast on sort of mental health, um, I guess controlling what you can in your life and trying to stay away from the illusions Of control that you may have that, uh, you often get, uh, hung up on and, uh, they become very time wasting and very negative. Uh, so kind of identifying between the two and, uh, and realizing, uh, the things that are out of your control sometimes can, uh, can end up, uh, very much for the better, as long as you have the right perspective and right mentality about your life. Um, And then at that point, you don't really have to suffer as much anxiety and, you know, potential depression and pitfalls and get hung up on things as much as you normally would. And I'm definitely basing it, um, you know, out of my own personal experience, which is uh, based in uh, sort of addiction and, uh, and I guess getting out of that and realizing, um, you know, again, what I was able to control uh, with that and where I had to sort of give up control and sort of meeting in the middle and then being able to get out of that. And sort of that's my, I guess, my um, my main wound or button, uh, button to press would be uh, on the addiction side of things. So not so much the, the depression, I mean, depression kind of, you know, at times came out of it, um, you know, mood swings and such. Uh, but it was very much... Um, kind of having a split personality in a sense where I was uh, a very heavy drinker and, you know, a drug user uh, and kind of uh, I'm on the other side of that now. Uh, luckily, uh, the second time doing that, I had to a little over three, three months or sorry, three years, three months ish uh, the first time. And then tried to, uh, again, show that I have control over this, uh, this side of me, and tried to bring it and bring it back into my life. Uh, that being the drinking and uh, just a very, very limited, actually not even limited. Let's face it, a hundred percent failure rate. And then finally, kind of uh, realizing that I, I can't uh, keep keep going with that. And now I am very much, uh, you know, a couple of years into uh, my new uh, form and phase of sobriety. So that's kind of what I'm basing it all upon. Is uh, you know mentally getting out of myself, my own you know, stuck point, which was, uh, which was based in an addiction. So, uh, that'll often be something we kind of circle back to where it will be very much the subtext of everything I'm talking about. Uh, but generally, uh, the, I guess the, the icing or the upper crust of the, the, uh, episodes are always just going to be about, um, uh, just, you know, mentality, uh, interventions, uh, mental interventions, uh, on yourself, trying to bring awareness to, you know, issues that you, you may have, obviously that I have that hopefully can relate to some folks as well and help them that way. Uh, It's sort of like what you would get into like a support group or that kind of thing. And, uh, you know, it just helps me as well, sort of clear my head and organize. Uh, I've been doing a lot of journaling over the last year. So organizing uh, and going over again, Uh, things that I've journaled and and kind of bringing it to light and having them as discussion points and and that sort of thing. So uh, what I'm going to bring up today is I kind of talked about in episode zero there is uh, I do eight things, eight rituals, I guess, Uh, uh, you know, without fail. I think there's maybe three days I did, you know, a very limited amount of them. Even when I was sick, I was making sure I did it because it's not a huge commitment. That's the thing is uh, I guess you hear about, um, atomic habits, like these small little, uh, you know, minor changes essentially, uh, or, or seemingly insignificant changes, stuff that's, that's not these huge, you're not taking on this huge task, uh, or this huge ask in, in order to change, you just slightly change something and maybe stack something in with it, you know, multitasking within reason, of course, and the accumulation over a long, long period of time is, uh, is amazing, right? Whereas if you're just not doing it, or if you're, I guess it's the idea of the, um, there's the, uh, where was it? A book called The Art, uh, or sorry, Art and Fear. And I think it's brought up in the book as well, Atomic Habits, uh, where they talk about, there's an exercise with it. They did it with a bunch of artists. I think it's photographers. And um, they basically said to these photographers, there's group A, group B. Group A does, uh, you're allowed to um, hand in one photo at the end of the year, at the end of the semester, but it is, it accounts for a hundred percent of your grade. Whereas, uh, option B or group B, I uh, got to, uh, basically hand in everything throughout the, the semester. I might be getting this a little bit wrong, but, um, so basically it's kind of the quality over quantity. So, and I basically, uh, you know, stated by the end of the experiment, uh, how much, uh, I guess, impact how much more impact and how much less anxiety, uh, group B had that was able to sort of hand in things as they went, they were able to get some momentum going. There's a degree of maybe collaboration with other artists. Cause you're kind of sharing a little bit more, uh, there's this wet, less weight attached to it. And there's a, uh, like a, sort of a focus or a discipline, uh, to, you know, daily this, these accumulations and uh, by all means is, you know, is there is you know maybe some of their their stuff that they handed in was was brutal but um it's all part of the process where when you do a process almost in the dark um like on the other side of things there and you can kind of get in your own head and and uh you know you almost lose you jump the shark you lose track of what you're initially wanting to do and and that sort of thing and you're keeping it all inside it's very tough to to execute on that so i i liked Uh, that sort of I guess control group or that experiment that they sort of did and uh, so I'm kind of doing my own thing with this that I started I kind of uh, pledged uh, an allegiance to myself and my self-improvement I suppose last and this was yeah it looks like April 26th uh, 2020 is when I came up with this so I was on uh, little bit of time away from work it was just a holiday but i'd been very feverish and this was kind of uh i don't know maybe a month into the whole uh shutdown here in north america or specifically in canada so I had some symptoms, so I made sure just to take a holiday. So I was gone for out of the store for like ten or twelve days just uh and honestly I got over it very quickly. I'm I'm not convinced it was it was COVID, but uh you know, just kind of one of those bugs that was still going around. Uh but in any event, so I came up with this uh this idea that I'm going to do at least just pledge to myself I'm going to do at least uh what you may have it 10 minutes of each of these activities a day or more. I mean, it can be more and some days it might be five minutes, but as long as I'm committing to do it and if it, it averages out to at least 10 minutes a day uh, over the course of a week. So again, you kind of like pick up some slack on some of it, some days you're going to do 30 minutes, some days you might only do five, but as long as you keep up with it and it's an average of 10 chances are, it'll be more, but 10 is just the kind of like the easiest number in my head. I'm like, you can, anybody can do anything for 10 minutes, right? So by the end of the year, if you do all of these, uh, for at least 10 minutes, you will have a base of 62 hours, uh, that you have done over and above that you normally wouldn't have done had you not committed to this. So, and then you obviously have your over and aboves, um, like for example, like some of these are music, uh, like p- music practicing for myself. So I'm going to be playing in jam sessions and playing in, in, in my band and that kind of thing. So I'm still going to be doing that over and above and I'd be normally doing that anyways, but just this, this is, uh, just, uh, yeah, kind of over and above, I guess. Um, or sort of, I guess, yeah, the, uh, the over and the bobs would be like what I'm normally doing. Uh, whereas this like 10 minutes a day is kind of like, you know, the root system, the, uh, the garden, which, you know, I'm I'm constantly watering. I'm attending to every day and then everything else can kind of, it just gives everything else in life, sort of a stronger, um, point to kind of flourish from, if that makes sense. So the, uh, the ones that I did was, uh, yoga, uh, weights, just weights and resistance training, uh, jogging, uh, piano, vocal warm ups or singing, uh, journaling meditation. And I play guitar. So I threw guitar in there. So that was eight activities that will, I will be at least 62 hours better or more advanced upon, uh, by doing this, uh, you know, every day, as opposed to, even if you did, uh, you know, you went to the gym three times a week, uh, for 45 minutes or say an hour, even that's still nine hours. So nine times 52, uh, nine. So yeah, 450 hours. So, you know, it's maybe a fraction of that, but it's still uh, it's still a good like base point. And the fact that you're doing it every day and it accumulates, I think over the course of, you got to think over the course of 10 years, I mean, that's, uh, that's going to put you a, a leg up on everything. So I really like the ideas and just, there's so much like mental health uh, that kind of comes out of committing to something and, and executing it. And I can definitely tell like I, over the last 10 months, I'm, I'm much more flexible than I was. And, uh, I think yoga, maybe, uh, the, the gym thing wasn't, wasn't the best, uh, you know, cause if you're doing like three times a week, an hour a week, that's, that's pretty, pretty disciplined, uh, by itself as well. Right. And I think a lot of people are doing that, but yoga, uh, for example, I was maybe doing maybe at the very most four uh, four hours a month, like maybe four, one hour classes. Whereas, uh, where now, if you're doing the 10 minutes times the 30 days, 300 minutes divided by 60. So yeah, I'm still getting like as much as I would have a maximum. Um but I'm doing it every day, so it's kind of like it's, it's it's waking up your body in a different way. And you're not waiting until the end of the week to to do it kind of thing. And even guitar playing like I do, you know, an hour and a half or 2-hour band practice. And other than that like if I was out camping, I would bring a guitar or this kind of thing, but other than that I almost kind of like wait till like inspiration struck me whereas now I am guaranteed at least um, you know, an hour or more a week of just, you know, stringing things along too. like, okay, for this day, I'm, I I kind of remember I played this riff and the next day and it kind of just keeps leading and you keep learning and, and discovering. So I'd highly recommend it to anybody that's uh, wanting to make some positive changes in your life. Just think of, uh, just think of it as like the 10 minute accumulation, uh, you know, accumulation set, just 10 minutes a day. And just remember by the end of the year, that'll equate to 62 hours that you've been doing this thing that normally you wouldn't have been doing it, uh, you know, potentially, or if you've only, if you are doing it, you know, an hour a week, otherwise it's 52 hours, uh, for the year and then plus the 62. So all of a sudden you've more than doubled what you're doing. So, uh, for a very fairly small commitment of time, uh, you know, overall. So, uh, definitely check, uh, I don't know, uh, you know, think check out the book atomic habits. I would highly recommend that one. And, um, yeah, if you, if you guys are looking for other, like sort of, um, I guess, mental health podcasts, I really like, uh, the recovery elevator with, uh, what used to be, it was Paul Churchill, his, uh, his baby. And then he's off of, uh, uh, sort of on a sabbatical of his own, but, uh, there's a, a gal there that's doing a really good job as well. Uh, filling in for him, but, and just thanks for, uh, for checking out, uh, and, uh, you know, the control podcast here and there'll be, you know, more to come. I'm going to try and do this sort of a weekly episode, uh, or more. So thanks. Uh, thanks for tuning in.